Would you be surprised to learn, everybody, that one out of five people in America have a gym membership? But just as surprising, 67% of people will never actually use it. See, everybody wants to be in great shape. They want to improve their fitness, but it just never seems to happen. There is one place, though, outside of Orlando, where I'm at here today, at LunaFit. The owners, Rich and Ariana, are going to be joining me here. We're going to talk about why people just can't seem to tackle that journey their journey to starting a successful gym, and everything they are doing to change the life of their members in this area. Folks, I could not be more excited to have these two with me. How y'all doing today? Doing good. Really Glad to good. be here. Man, I'm really happy to have y'all here. Yeah, thank um, you so much. So in full disclosure, I go to this gym, all right? <laughs> and when I walked in here, let me tell you, I wasn't sure what to expect. But the one thing that always blew me away is how nice everybody is who works here. Like every time you walk in, People are smiling. They give you, like, how are you doing? Even when I got my normal, like, resting face on, <laughs> they, they still are, how are you doing today, Patrick? Is that by design for y'all? Um, I mean, I think that you tend to attract what you are. Yeah. And so I think when we hire people, we tend to hire people that kind of have that persona. And I think that we also set that example. You know, if I'm out here, like, I try to make it a habit of knowing literally every single person's name that comes in here, which is getting more difficult as we're growing, but I still try really hard. Yeah, um, yeah I mean. Yeah, yeah, and I, th I think too, like, it, there's so many people that are scared to walk in a gym, mm -hmm. right? They're, and, Intimidating. and yeah, and, and, and you know, you walk into a certain place and, and if no one talks to you or no one says hi, your likelihood of coming back, you, you know, you're gonna be intimidated. So I think, I think, part of making people feel like like it's cheers or like it's some place where you know their name yeah you know they're like okay like i belong here like yeah. like i'm okay with being here yeah it's very much a community feel you do have that community feel here now i, I ran off some statistics right there about you know 67 percent of people will never use that gym membership but i mean if all three of us went to go get a public sub right now and we asked everybody in public do you want to be in better shape everyone's going to say of course i want to be in better shape yeah I'd like to know before we learn a little bit about LunaFit, you know, in your experience of coaching and the group classes that you do, the one-on-one -on -one stuff, why are more people not in the shape that they want to be in, even though they have this goal in their mind and they know they want to be there, they know they should, it's better for their long-term health. Mm -hmm. What's preventing people out there? I think it's, I think it's a combination of things. Um, I mean, the most common thing that you hear is, I don't have time. But really, when people say they don't have time, it just means that it isn't ranking high enough for them to make time. It's always a priority issue. Mm. Um, so I think that's like one of the top reasons. There's just so many other things that feel so much more pressing when you aren't sick, right? So we get a lot of people that come in here that have been to a terrible doctor's visit, and they're like, my doctor told me that I'm going to die, basically, <laughs> yeah. if I don't do something. And like, that's the point that people have to get to sometimes to pay attention to their health. I also think part of it is to do with what we were just talking about. Like, maybe they sign up, they go in once. It's really intimidating. They have no idea what to do in the gym, and, and they don't feel comfortable going back. Yeah. Um, and then I think the third thing that we like experience a lot is people don't understand how much consistency it takes to be fit. Mm. It's... It's really, it's something that you have to do consistently. It's, it's a lifestyle. It's not a, oh, I'm going to go to the gym once a week and all of a sudden I'm going to be fit or oh, I'm going to eat a salad 
you know, one time and lose five yeah. pounds. And there's just like this impression. Do you, what do you think? Yeah, um, I think it boils down to one word most of the time is why. I think people walk in and they say, I want to be fit. Mm. But there's not, you know, like anything you, you have, like, you know, you want to have money, you want to have anything that you desire, there has to be a why there, yeah. right? Because when it gets tough, when you want the pizza, when you want, you know, those goals that you say that you want, you need the why there. And I think that the why really explains, I want to be able to climb a mountain. I want to be able to run. I want to be able to be healthier so I can like play with my kids and not feel tired and sit on the couch and feel guilty. Right. So it's like that. It's a why. I think the, the, the why is the big question for people. So that begs the question, what's the why for each of you? Um, man, my why for staying healthy and fit. Um, I'm not going to lie for a long time. It was just vanity. Like yeah, I that's just, fair. That's <laughs> fair. Hey, I get it. I like to I look wear medium shirts. when you look <laughs> yeah. at these things. So I want the shirt to fit tight. Like, I, get I it. like to look a certain way. Um, but I think the older I get, yeah. the more I realize that I also really would like to age gracefully and I don't want to have to take a bunch of medications and be sick. And I want to set a good example for my daughter. Um, and I think that it, it's kind of evolved over time, but I'm still a little vain. So there, there, that goes, cause there's a, I think there's a level of fitness where you're like, I'm healthy enough that I'm going to have a, you know, a, a good aging process. And then there's like a fitness level where you're like, I just want to look this way. Listen, I've said it before on this show. I named a show after myself. Cause there's a little vanity. <laughs> there's a little vanity in all of us. All right. I assure right. you of that. Yeah. I'll you? own mine. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but you did name the gym after your daughter, though, correct? 100%. So it's, it's not Ariana Fit. At least we got that. It's not. From... It's Luna Fit. Because <laughs> it's, it's ours. You there know, you she's ours. The gym's ours. Yeah. I love it. We're going to jump into that in just a second. Well, Rich, I want to know about that from you. What is your why as you talk to people? Um, you know, I think, too, I, I started out for the love of working out. I, I really loved it um, for many reasons. But I, I think my why has evolved the more I've been around people hmm. and seen what happens when you show that they can do things they never thought they could do, right? And, and I, I feel like my why really has evolved into showing someone, they never identify as an athlete, but the mm. first time they run a 5K, they're like, I never in my life thought I could do this. So and to see someone's eyes light up when it's like, like I, I never in my life thought I could do this and I just did it. So now all of a sudden the next thing is, what, what, if I can do that, what else, else can, can I do? do? And I feel like that's my, that's my why that's so true. now is getting people not just weight loss or not just to look a certain way is to combine the mental with the physical and feel good about what they do. I hope my audience doesn't miss what you just said right there because I think it's so essential. You help people identify as something maybe they've never thought they are before. Mm -hmm. You know, someone walks in here and I'm... I'm not an in-shape person. I'm not a strong person. I'm, I don't have great cardio. I'm, you know, that's what they have identified them. It's the story they've told yeah. themselves. And this gym, from what I can see, tries to change the way that people look at themselves, Absolutely. the story that yeah. they tell themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's what a gym should do. It's not just about the physical fitness, but we're going to talk about it. It's the mental fitness that goes along with that. Yeah, yeah. And, and the mental aspect is especially if you're trying to lose weight and really transform your body, the mental aspect is huge. Huge. Like it's such a thing. And, you know, it's, we joke as, you know, coaches and trainers, like we also kind of double as like therapists. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we spend a lot of time talking to people about, 
just their personal lives and things that have been holding them back and how they can overcome them and little things they can do that, you know, will make, you know, something feel better, or look different. And yeah, there's, there's a lot to the mental aspect. Yeah. I agree with you now. And I, Go ahead, please. No. And I think too, if they, if they achieve something they've done, right? Like a lot of people can lose 10 pounds and what happens comes right back, mm-hmm. right? When you show them by losing 10 pounds, now they can achieve something or do something different in life. Now that behavior sticks. And I, I, and I really like that because it's, it's something that now becomes, instead of the 10 pounds every year, it becomes, how can I be even better next year instead of just getting back to where I was? Yeah, I think one of the things you do well in here, and I wish that more people did it for each other, is when you see somebody who's beginning their journey and whether it be weight loss or they're in the gym and you see they do make a change, point it out to somebody. You know, like let them know, hey man, you look good. Like, or I noticed this on you, or even if it's something small, and they may brush it off to you at the moment, but it really they does mean something to someone. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I, when I was doing bodybuilding that I tried to do is never, I never wanted to be that guy who like went and like did curls next to somebody who was just beginning. Like, don't be that guy. You know, they're, in, they're on their journey, you know? And I always thought that it's important to, to try to help people along, even if it's just a compliment or, you know, man, you do, I see you in here. You were putting in the work. I notice you here every day. That that goes a hell of a long ways, man. I agree. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was actually really cool this morning. I had that, that same example. Um, I had a client working on the leg press and she was so frustrated with herself. And, uh, another member just looked over and said, I haven't seen you for a month. You look great. The rest of her workout, <laughs> no problem on the leg press. It yeah. was just, it was going, right? So it's like, it's, it's, we really like that environment that not only us, right? Because it, it, technically, eventually they kind of expect it from us, right? <laughs> we're, we're supposed to tell yeah. them they're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. But when they hear that from the community within, like you said, like, you know, I'm sure if you're next to somebody and you're curling and your arms are huge and like, and you say, hey, good job, they feel good. Right. And, and I, I really like that's what we have here. Yeah. I think you do. Now, but this gym almost wasn't, all right, in our <laughs> talks. I mean, and we look around, you got this beautiful you know, wall behind us right here. You've got incredible classes. Um, hopefully, we'll show some of that on, the, you know, on camera right now. The, the, the energy I come here in the mornings is still great. The music's blaring. Could be anything from some good country remixes or it could be everything top 40 you never know what you're going to expect it's great eclectic um but this gym almost wasn't all right and 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 doing a little research for this thing i i guess i wasn't surprised to learn 50 percent of gyms are going to close in the first few years Mm -hmm. i think it's within the first two years is what i read Mm -hmm. um the industry is tough uh what has helped you all to succeed walk me through the journey of where you are right now in this beautiful place great people but I'm assuming it wasn't always like this. <laughs> um, gosh, where where do we begin? Um, so, yeah, LunaFit was not our first gym. Um, no. I actually uh, worked in healthcare finance for 13 years. He worked in the horticulture industry for corporate. I don't know how many years. Corporate corporate America. Um, make a long story short. After I um, had. Uh, our daughter, Luna, Luna Fit, uh, it just really changed things for me. It changed my perspective on how I wanted to spend my time and who I wanted to be. Um, and when I quit that, I was 
kind of like, what in the world am I going to do? You know, like, what else am I good at besides what I was doing? Uh, I've always been interested in health and fitness. I had an opportunity to teach the employee health program um, at Florida Hospital when I was there. And I was like, I'm going to do something with that. So I started a health and wellness business called LunaFit. Uh, it was completely different. The logo was like a mom holding a baby and a moon, totally different from what it looks like now. And I started doing mommy and me classes with my baby strapped to me um, and started helping new moms lose weight because I knew how to do that. Um, and the company just grew and grew from there. And then it was doing well enough that he was missing all of our daughter's firsts and wanted to get out what he was get out of what he was doing as well so he came home and then we were both home and we were like this this is not <laughs> ideal right like <laughs> right. this is close quarters <laughs> to work together all day long because we were plus just doing from home yeah, yeah plus I'm like you gotta go find something to do so through a buddy he literally went out and bought a gym and I'm like well that's one way to go um so we ended up with a with a gym we had a couple of business partners it was a totally different model than what we have now um Business partners are tough. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it is tough. Yeah, different personalities, different yeah. goals, and different visions. Yeah. yeah. And, I would uh, say, yeah, different visions. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Yeah. And, and we wanted to expand, and so we ended up expanding. And and this, when you expand, you're over in Altamont, I believe, right? Yeah, we are yeah. in Altamont. So I'll let you tell the story about, about that part. <laughs> about the next? Yeah, you tell it well. Um, yeah, so, you know, our, our original gym was kind of like a, like a B2B. Right. Uh -huh. So we, we were dealing with other businesses per se. So personal trainers, stuff like that, not the end user. And uh, we kept wanting to know how to scale it. Right. How to scale, how to scale. And um, we were able to pair up with one of the personal trainers and start basically another version of what we did. So we did personal training and he was really good at CrossFit. And so we're like, hey, if one's good, two's better. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it made sense in my head. Yeah, <laughs> not um, when you have kids. Just an FYI, that's why we only have one. Point. <laughs> 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 Love it. So, uh, so knowing nothing about CrossFit, I said, you know, kind of, you know, yes, <laughs> we'll figure it out from there. Yeah. And uh, we started a CrossFit basically in the same building. Mm -hmm. So we had. One gym in, in the building, and then all the way down at the other end of the gym, or the building, we had another gym. Mm -hmm. So we thought, wow, this is really great. Close location, easy to manage, um, until we figured out that he didn't really want to do any more CrossFit. Like, he, he wanted to move on to the next level. Oh, and, yeah. and we were kind of... He pieced out. Now basically. we had. Now we had. <laughs> so now you've got this B two B side, and you've got a CrossFit side, but mm -hmm. you don't have anybody that does CrossFit. But we don't have anybody that does CrossFit. Yeah. And I, you know, uh, never did CrossFit. Okay. So, <laughs> not till then. Not till no. then. So um, we really tried to manage it the best we could. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. When you say manage it the best you could, I, this is what I picture. Okay. You went to YouTube, and you just went in CrossFit workouts and just started just <laughs> throwing some CrossFit workouts together? Uh, actually, we were lucky because okay. we had quite a few members that, that stayed with us. All right. Um, they did, And actually. they were able, actually, to coach, oh, okay. um, cool. help yeah. us with cool. it. But um, we had a big rent nut. Yeah. yeah. And we were not making it on yeah. the members that were there. And we didn't really feel comfortable going out and recruiting for a CrossFit gym. It yeah. just felt like not uh, authentic, I guess. Yeah. Sense. We had never done it. No. And, and it was one of those things where it's kind of like, okay, like we wanted to pair in a business and, 
and it wasn't our expertise. Yeah. So uh, basically, we thought we thought okay, so this is to the end user, right? So we're we're dealing with the end user on on CrossFit. We're members, stuff like that. Which that part we loved. Yeah. We loved finally being able to interact with people one-on-one, -on -one, actually help them with their fitness and things like that. Like, we loved that part. We wanted to keep doing yeah. that. Yeah, and that's really where we got a taste of being able to help, yes. right? Because before, we were basically, like, renters. Yeah. And now we were starting to, to help people with their kind of fitness progression. Yeah. And um, we got to the point where we had to make a new business model, right? So it's, you know, now we have this... Big space. rent, the space. Yeah. Um, we don't know how to do CrossFit, so it's like, what do we know how to do? And it was like, you know, we know how to work out. Yeah. And, um, and so what do you do when you don't know what to do? You Google. <laughs> right, okay. Makes sense to me. So, so I literally started Googling how to grow my gym. What do I do now? <laughs> how do I, you know? Yeah. Help me, Google. Um, and I came across a gym launch, um, which... This was a long time ago. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure lots of people have heard of Alex Hormozy at this yeah. point. And I locked into his model. I was like, I think this is going to work. We got to go all in on this. And that was when he was actually involved. Like we went to a, a conference and like hung out with him and Layla and wow. did the whole the whole thing. Um, By the way, when she started it, I was like, you're crazy. So you found someone online that's going to help <laughs> us grow our gym. Like that was my he, first question. Yeah, right he, like, frequently what was that think, he frequently like? thinks I'm crazy, and sometimes <laughs> I'm just like, it's gonna be fine, and yeah. we just do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she's like, no, really, like the guy seems legit, and I'm like, I'm like, like this, really? it's gonna be great. <laughs> so yeah. we literally went all in. I started following the process literally step by step. Everything that he told me to do, I did, and. It worked. We started growing the gym. We started getting members in. We were running six-week challenges. We were adding members. Our classes started to be packed. We had to hire coaches. Um, so it was going really well. Mm -hmm. And then, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but we did change in the process. We, that's when we changed the model. We actually did change the name. Yeah, that's when we actually switched it over to LunaFit. New logo. Like, rebranded. Uh, yeah, we yeah, rebranded. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured there was no way that I was going to get people to come you know, especially on the guy side, to showing them we were going to hold babies, right? We did like, have to change the had, logo a little we bit. We had to have a little bit of a, a change in the logo. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. And Luna was too big to carry at that point, so she was no longer strapped to me during my workouts. Yeah. So um, now, you, so you go and you change the model now. You go yeah. through a rebrand. Yeah. Um, everything's going great, mm -hmm. and then it's just smooth sailing from there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. We just sailed from there right to here. No. Um, so about the time that things were really going well, uh, the city came in and said, hey, you can't operate your business out of here. We were like, why not? Like our yeah. landlord said, yes, <laughs> like why do you care? Um, and we fought with them and filed things and honestly, I, I reached the point that they were, I was using logic to solve the problem, but I realized if I kept using logic, I was gonna logic myself out completely. Um, and they had agreed to let us move back into the back warehouse space of the other gym mm -hmm. that that we owned and so we literally moved our whole gym over a weekend i think we literally remodeled wow. the back of this gym because they were like get out now or we're gonna uh, yeah there were some you, hiccups in there because because in the process they were very aggressive <laughs> in the process when they're like hey like you can't operate and i'm like hey like i still have to pay 
rent. So what do I do? And they're like, I don't care. And my landlord said, I don't care. (laughs) So what did I do? I kept operating. Yeah. Yeah. Until we were in the middle of class one day. Mm -hmm. All right. And everybody's working out, and three people from Altamont show up and stand in the middle of class. (laughs) Wow. So that's that's when I knew, okay, like something's got to give. Wow. Yeah. That's unbelievable. So yeah, so so we did. We, um, you know, through through a lot of processes, we decided to move back in. So because you know, again, we're so committed to these people, and we had ramped it up. We followed the model model with Alex, and we had gone to you know. 100 plus members and we're like okay. for me I just I couldn't say sorry yeah. I couldn't say sorry we're closed right and plus we it had was the first thing that was really ours, ours it was yeah. ours no partners no thing it was ours right. it was like our baby's name on our baby business yeah. <laughs> it's yours yeah and uh so we're like hey listen we have a dance room and kind of a garage in the back of this in the back of this personal training gym in one weekend we're gonna gut it <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna build a boot camp Lunafit, and we're going to move it over and be ready for Monday. Wow. Absolutely. So we, we went That's to work, we and, and it was amazing. We had members. Like, everyone was on board. Mm-hmm. We had people out in, I mean, the whole weekend. Just there with us, helping us build it, helping. And, it, and it, yeah. that's where we started to really understand the community, mm-hmm. right? How important it was that we empowered people and, yeah. and really showed them their why. Because their why was like, now they had a why. And they're like, you're not going to close because, <laughs> because so cool. I need to get yeah. my why still. So and cool. I think that was actually a really eye-opening moment for us because both of us are really independent people. We are not people that ask for help um, for anything. We just don't. And so it was really like eye-opening to realize that like people would help us because they wanted to. Like yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you go from, you know, so now you're in this back room <laughs> and you're basically trying to filter through hundreds of people through this back room. How does that go, and you know where does it go from there? It, it was going well, actually. Like we were making it happen. Um, they got used to sweating it out, and you yeah. know, like we just added more classes and went about our business, and we were doing really well, growing there, again. And there was some trials in it, right? Sure. Because we had now you have to remember we had business partners in our original gym, mm-hmm. and now we're bringing this other gym just packing it back out. into the gym, right? So <laughs> sure. th- it, it's chaos everywhere, and. Um, it took a little finesse yeah. to organize schedules and stuff like that, but um, you really saw that that it was the community and the caring that kept people through. Because I mean, we were there was some days it was raining and we were doing runs to <laughs> actually. There's a stop sign in back of you. Don't tell him we yeah. stole it. <laughs> <laughs> no one will know now. <laughs> um, it meant that, too much to us to leave behind. That, that we would make them run to. And, and literally, like, it, it didn't matter that there wasn't AC. It didn't matter they were getting wet. Nope. Like, these people just did it. And it was amazing to see the transition. And, and, um, and it, it, it just, it was yeah, growing we steady. Growing. And, and then, then selling from there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no. And then, dun, dun, dun. The evil that we all know about COVID, right? So um, gyms obviously mm-hmm. got shut down. Uh, so we received a notification that we were shut down. And I think this is close to like, it was only a few months. It was only like, it wasn't that long after we after had we moved, moved everything. Yeah, wow. it, it wasn't long at all. Um, and you know, not only are we independent, but we also tend to have a little bit of a problem with authority, and we could be described as rebellious. 
okay. at some points Pipe in age. life. <laughs> so we had a really hard time with that. We tried to come up with all kinds of ways that we weren't going to shut down and all these things. Um, but, you know, eventually you just, you got to do it. Also, there was just so much unknown at the beginning. So... We were like, okay, what are we going to do? We can't lose our business over this. Who knows how long it's going to last? What are we going to do? So um, we, at that point, literally took everything online. Our nutrition programs, we could do everything through email. Our classes, we literally, we had a, a Facebook, we still have a Facebook member group that all of our members were in. We started live streaming classes. I think we had at least three a day. We would have our coaches from their homes. We would be doing it from yeah. our backyard. Luna would be like on there, and like it, leading workouts with us. I, and and let me tell you that I never realized what good shape we got our members oh in. Oh my goodness, we until were I started dying. doing the workouts. We were dying because we're doing them right. So we're not coaching anymore. <laughs> yeah. Now we're like doing the workouts to lead them through it. Yeah. And we're like walking off camera to like bend over and catch our breath. We're like sweating. I'm like, what is happening? Who are these people? <laughs> wow. And, and of course you're, you're getting feedback. Like, you know, did we dial down the workouts this week or what? And I'm like, Oh boy. You're like, get out of here. It's cause it's online. No, but, um, again, we were really blessed and just kind of overwhelmed by how many people actually stuck with us through that. Like we maintained yeah. a good portion of our members that we still have now <laughs> that literally went through all of that with us. Um, we rented out all of our equipment. So that was the other smart thing we did is we didn't want to teach. We're not a body weight workout gym. Like that's, yes, there's benefits in body weight workouts, but you know, you gotta, you gotta throw some dumbbells around in my opinion mm -hmm. and his opinion to really get anything done and to make progress and to get stronger and even to lose weight. So we literally made equipment packages out of all of our equipment and rented it out to our, to our wow. members. They literally would come in, they'd pull up, they'd back up to the gym, open their trunk. We'd toss a package in and we would send them on their way. We'd be like, see you tomorrow morning on 10 AM on Facebook live. Wow. <laughs> it was a, it was a wild time. Yeah. Yeah. So we were shut down for what? Three months. I don't remember. It was a blur. I don't know. It was two or three months. Mm -hmm. Um, we came, we came back to the gym, you know, that's actually, we, you know, tried to, we actually made boxes on the floor, um, with tape so that everyone would have their own space. Um, we started like really heavy, like cleaning procedures. Everyone had their own spray bottle, their own rag to try and make people feel comfortable. We still continued to stream cause you had a lot of people that weren't comfortable coming back into the gym. I Yeah. A hundred percent. So, you know, we kind of had the whole range of, you know, people that came back. We definitely lost some members in that transition. Um, but you know, we, we started operating again and, Honestly, during that time, we had been looking for another space, another building. Mm -hmm. um, so we're, you know, let's just say you're midway through 2021 at that time. Yeah. And you all start looking for a space that's going to be more suitable for something in the future. Mm -hmm. So is that, do you find this space immediately or you look around? What's <laughs> happened? I, our main goal, honestly, was to get this. I don't, I guess it's going out there. Our main goal was to uh, get out of the city of Altamont. Oh. I don't feel like they're supportive of small business. We've had so many wonderful times with them. Um, Makes sense. We looked for a solid year. We made offers on buildings. We did everything that we could think of to do to find a space. But you're also very limited, right? You're a gym. You go much more than five miles outside of your radius, you're starting over. Mm. Um, so we knew that going into it. So no, we looked for a year. Wow. Yeah. About um, Maybe a little more than a year before yeah. we found this building and, and made an offer. Yeah. And I think it was a little bit of like uh, what we wanted to house as well. Because we were doing good there, but we wanted to expand so many different 
ideas we had, especially coming out of COVID, right? Um, you know, we heard so much about people going to apps and using like different sure. things at home. And uh, I started to realize that whether we liked it or not, the market was changing. But at the same time, I knew that we had, it's really hard to do away with that one-on-one, -on -one, that personal contact, right? Yeah. Unless yeah. you're super motivated. So I knew we still had a very good grip on the business, but I knew we had to evolve the business on some level. And that was kind of part of the plan of also finding this place. Some place, yeah. Some place that we could do classes and have office space for our tech company. And so you begin right here and you begin to kind of institute what exactly your vision was, which is a combination of the things I think you'd probably gone through previously where you had classes. Now mm -hmm. you're adding weights into it mm -hmm. because when you walk in here, there's not just classes. You could do CrossFit stuff. There's an outside area. Yeah. There are dumbbells. There's weightlifting machines. There's a grass area. Rowers, boxes. I mean, like, <laughs> there's a little bit. I mean, the list kind of goes on. It's so like it seems like you tried to take what you were doing previously and, and kind of institute it into one place here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really expand cool. it out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I really, one of the things about y'all that I think is incredible, and you deserve some, let's say kudos for this, all right? I'm, I'm writing down some notes as you both were talking. And I hope that, you know, small business owners, you think about this. You started this journey by Googling it. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I think that's like how to grow a gym is what I have written down right here. I mean, you got classes that start to work. The city steps in and shuts you down. You adapt and go to a back room. COVID hits. You go online. You start renting stuff out. I mean, like every step of the way, you can you kind of get the door shut in your face. Um, and being two independent people, I doubt there were a lot of individuals sitting there besides maybe the two of you going, hey, we got this. Um, <laughs> like, it's meant to be. Um, if you all don't mind, though, because I think there's a lot of business owners out there that in some way they work alongside their wife or their husband, right? They, whether they're in business together or they come home to that. What was that conversation like between the two of you when you get shut down or you're renting out equipment? You know, how do you get through some of those times where, it, I mean, I've got to imagine there's an immense amount of stress that goes with just getting knocked down over and over and over again. For sure. Um, I think that, I think it's kind of the, there's something that I heard, it's all over the place, I'm sure many people have heard it, but you hear like the only way to fail is to quit, basically. Like mm -hmm. you, you can't fail if you don't quit. Um, I very, very much take that to heart in multiple places in my life, um, in my marriage, in our businesses. I really think that if you keep going, you'll find a way. Um, I tend to be a very optimistic person. <laughs> so I know sometimes it drives him crazy because he's like, what are we going to do? I'm like, it's going to be fine. That, that's like my, my catchphrase. It's going to be fine. It's going to work out. Um, and I just think like a lot of times we literally just put our heads down um, and just push forward and what can we do? And he's incredibly creative. So like he'll come up with crazy ideas, like let's rent out our equipment or like, you know, let's, let's do this. And I'm like, okay, that's a place to start. Like, let's, you know, let's go. So um, for me, it's really just about not quitting and, and keeping going. And I think you do have to find ways to manage your stress. Mm. Um, being a gym owner, working out is a really good way to manage stress in case anyone wants yeah. to know. Yeah, so I think that probably was helpful for both of us. Yeah. When I think about inventive, though, I think about somebody who might go online and 
find some random guy who tells you how to grow a gym <laughs> and then say, hey, honey, you know, I found this great guy. We're going to go to a conference and we're going to yeah. learn how to grow our gym that way, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's going to work. Yeah. yeah. Resourceful, creative. It. it tends right. to be a really good, like, uh, combination that's most great. of the time. That's awesome. <laughs> What, what, what about it, though, man? Because, you know, especially from, our, from uh, let's just say, a guy's perspective, all right? I mean, that can really cut at your pride. I mean, it's got, it can be tough being yeah. knocked down that many times in a marriage and just your personal and yourself. Yeah, I, I think you start to question. I think you start to question why you're doing it. Um, if it works, um, did you... The easiest thing, I think, to do also is to, to stop and start something different, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and I think you miss the growth when you do that, right? So it's, uh, like you said, you're saying um, the door closed, right? And, and I'm looking at it more now. It, trust me, the, the door felt like it was closing. <laughs> yeah. Slammed but, on our fingers. But I'm looking at it now, and I, I think to myself, now, if that door didn't close, how worse would it have been, right? Like, because I wouldn't have pivoted, and I wouldn't have gone from a simple gym to a CrossFit. And when the CrossFit failed, I wouldn't have brought it back to one cohesive business based on a model that we have now, right? Because we had weightlifting and personal trainers, and then we had a boot camp. And then when we got to that point and COVID hit, and I saw not right now with this gym, as beautiful as it is, we can only be in Altamont. Somebody's not coming from Texas, yeah. right? So, so now when COVID hit, I thought to myself, okay, so people in Texas might like us, yeah. right? Like, so, <laughs> so it's, it's a possibility. So I, 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 think, I think now it, it is, like you said, it's a, you look at it and it's like, it can have a tendency to, to wear on you. But I, I think if you look at it like, maybe it was time for this to end, for me to create a different version of what I'm doing. That's so I, I, think it's, I think it's a way of, of just, and, and I, I feel like I only created that by hindsight. Right. Mm -hmm. Experience of of, yeah. of seeing where it went in the yeah. moment. It was mass panic. <laughs> it still is some days. Some days, though, it's just like you said, it's a matter of just not throwing in the towel, mm -hmm. I think. Absolutely. And then you're able to look back on it, perhaps, and go, hey, listen, you know, like I think about y'all's journey. And I think, well, you wouldn't be able to open this gym with the experience you've got if you wouldn't have done the CrossFit stuff. And then you wouldn't have had to rent out the equipment and see how much people need that. So you combined, it seems as though, everything you were doing and said, all right, well, now we've got enough doors slammed in our face. I understand how not to let that one happen again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's not an easy thing. That's not an easy thing to do at all. I want to talk about this gym, though, you know, Luna Fit here. Um, obviously, I, like I said from the beginning, I'm a little partial because I like coming here. Uh, <laughs> and so it's truly a joy to be able to come here in the mornings um, and, and deal with the people that are here. Um, what can... When, when someone walks into this place, what do you want them to feel like? Because I think about places like Crunch Fitness or LA Fitness, and there's these big box gyms, right? And there's a definite certain feeling when you walk into those places. What's the feeling someone should expect at a LunaFit? I think, um, and you know, <laughs> I, to reference it again, going through uh, the gym launch model, uh, yeah. it really hit me when um, one time in one of our meetings, I heard that you guys need to understand you're not in the fitness business, you're in the relationship business. Hmm. And that really hit me because then I understood it was, it was more about 
building the relationship with somebody and finding out what they wanted, right? Because they can come in and I can say, oh, lift weights. It'll be great for you, lift weights. And, and when I understood that it, maybe they just needed a place to go after work, walk on the treadmill, not to, you know, to get through their day. And I, I think that's when I started to understand that it was, for us, walking in LunaFit was whatever you need, whatever you need. Mm. You need to sit down and just eat, come sit down and eat. You know, you need to sit down and, and lift weights. You need, whatever it was, I, I felt that we needed to become the place that people could come and relax or come and become the next superstar in whatever they envision. I want to know this from each of you. Maybe there's one from each of you. Is there something you won't accept in your gym? So in other words, are there some non-negotiables? Is there a no? Like, this place will not be this right here. I'm really interested to know this from the two of you because it seems like you've got the principles, you understand, you've had the door shut in your face. When you look at this place and you walk in here at five o'clock in the afternoon, this place is never going to be this right here. We won't accept it from each of you. Is there something that comes to mind, a non-negotiable for so, you? So for me, it's never going to be a place where someone comes in and feels uncomfortable or intimidated. Someone that comes in and like no one talks to them the entire time they're here. Mm -hmm. Like I just... And I don't care who talks to them. Could be one of us, could be a coach, could be another member. But I want to make sure that everyone that comes in here has a touch point, like doesn't feel alone or lonely. And, and I think like for me, the Crunch Fitness and the LA, especially things like Planet Fitness, like literally their business model, I have a finance background, so I, I think in those terms a lot, their business model is built on the fact that people will not come in. They sell an enormous amount of memberships and literally bank on the fact that only 20% of those people are actually yeah. gonna come in and use their services. Yep. So for me, when we were starting a gym, that's exactly what I didn't want it to be. We literally reach out to people that haven't been in in a week, and we're like, hey, where are you? We miss you. Like our focus is literally for them to come in and consume our services. I don't want someone paying me if they're not getting anything from me. So I think that like that is really important that they know that we actually care that they're here and that they feel that when they come in. That, that's for me. I think mine might be a little different from the standpoint of what I wouldn't accept from, a, from somebody that walked in the door. And I, and I think that we talked earlier in this about their blueprint. And I feel that LunaFit would never be a place that wouldn't accept that somebody can do something they've always wanted to, right? Is it like from the standpoint of, that they come in and say, okay, I don't think I can do this. I, mm -hmm. I don't accept that. I, ex I, I say, yes, we all have our limitations, but with the right empowerment, people can achieve great things. And, and I just won't accept from somebody that I can't do this because I know they can. Mm. Like, and, and, and I think that that maybe goes a little deeper into the fact of I won't accept from myself that I will not have belief in somebody. So I've seen you, man. You'll, you'll actually be there with your arm around people. You get in these classes. You get intense. You push them. You call them out. I've seen you all do that. I mean, you do. It seems like, though, it's come from a place that you care. You know what I mean? That you care about their success and that afterwards, what's that I saw saying, you know, I really regret that workout, said nobody ever. <laughs> um, and so it seems as though you care about their success. And I think they feel that. 
You know, when you when you give somebody the high five and, you know, you're working out alongside them, I think they feel like, hey, I'm not in this by myself. I can't let this other person down that's right next to me. Um, you know, and along those lines, I'm going to say something that not a lot of people are going to like, but I'll tell you another problem with the Planet Fitness model is this whole thing about you're okay just the way you are. No, you're not. Um, and let me tell you, you're out of shape. You know, mm -hmm. your life is being dramatically reduced because you have terrible obesity right now. That's not okay. Yeah. You need to get in there and do something about that because there are people that actually care about you. They love you and they want you to be part of their life. And so this model of saying that you're okay and just fine like that, no, 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 you're not, but I want to help you get to someplace better, I think is a, is a more productive way to look at how somebody can live their life. Mm -hmm. and, and so I think that's, you know, that's what I like about this place. You walk in here and you are saying, hey, I see where you're at. Let's find a way to get you someplace that's going to be better for your family, for yes. your life, for your energy, so you can do the things you want to be able to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that, in my opinion, is a lot more powerful. Yeah. Um, 100%. Yeah. So let me ask you this, okay? LunaFit itself. Um, well, I guess I'm going to ask you this one right here because I've been, I've been kind of wanting to know this, all right? Um, when, it, when it comes to this place, I have, I, you know, it's special and it's got, it's got all this stuff right here. Um, what, what is it that, well, I guess I'm, I'm going to ask this in a different, different way. I'm trying to think how to phrase the question, but I'm going to ask it this way. When you look at all the members that come in here, all right, and the lights get turned on here at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., what time is it, 6 a.m. it gets six, turned on here? yeah, 6 a.m. What are you most proud of um, as you look back like, at what you've accomplished so far for this gym? Um, because I'm interested in this life of a gym owner in a little bit, because I mean, this gym is open from like six to eight. Um, you know, it's open 14 hours a day. You've got multiple people in different journeys walking through this place. Mm -hmm. As you look at it, what are you most proud of as owners, as people? Is there a client that sticks out? Is it just the overall, the trainers? Where does that land for you? Um, this will probably definitely be super different for both of us. <laughs> yeah. I think that I have two. One is just that we made it here. <laughs> yeah. We made it here. <laughs> we even had, pro like, from the time we bought it to the time we moved in was actually a year based on more problems from the city and other things that happened to us. So just the fact that we're here and we've stuck with it and we're back in, like, a, a period of time where we feel like we're growing, like, I'm super proud of that. Um Inside of that, I'm also proud that, like, my daughter is super proud of this place. She loves it. We call her the CEO. Like, oh, yeah. she, you know, she's proud of it, and she's proud of us, and that means a lot to me as well. Um, and then the the clients, the clients that we've truly helped, not, not just lose 10 pounds and leave, you know, like he said, and then come back a year later, like, oh, I gained 20, um, but really just helping people actually make lifestyle changes. And I, um, I have this client, uh, Lauren, who I helped lose 150 pounds. So it was significant. Um, and that was a lot of time and attention, not only on her eating and her exercise, but it was a lot of talking to her through things and her crying, you know, crying yeah. to me, like literally crying to me. Um, but she literally, she lost 150 pounds. Her 
all she wanted to do was she was a, she was a nurse she was successful in her career but she wanted to feel comfortable dating someone and you know putting herself out there yeah. and she met a guy and started dating him and uh, I was able to go to her wedding. I get emotional about certain things, which I really didn't want to do, but here we go. Um, and just being able to see her like glowing in a, in a wedding dress, like marrying this guy who she would have never met um, if I hadn't met her and she hadn't spent that time with me and we hadn't worked through that was like, it's kind of like this like epiphany, like a, a peak in my career. <laughs> that really honestly was probably one of the things because it was during some of the difficult times we were having. I think like, that actually kept me going through a lot of it because I was like, okay, we're good at this. Like, <laughs> we really do help people. Like, we're literally changing people's lives in a meaningful way. Um, and she just had a baby and she's so happy and it's just, it's awesome. I love it. Listen, if that's the peak right there, then that's one heck of a peak. I'll take it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. What about you, brother? Um, I think, I mean, I don't think we're as different as what you thought on that. Um, <laughs> I, I look back uh, through my life at the, like, the crazy moments when something like hit, right? And then mm -hmm. from there forward, it was different. And um, again, like, yes, like we've been through different phases and different places and have different stuff. But I think when somebody, for me, it's kind of like when somebody says that was the moment, that was the moment when things changed for me, right? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be about us or the gym. It, it could be they came in, they worked out, they met some other member and they connected and their life changed from there, right? It's just, I think we're giving people the opportunity to have an environment where something in their life can change. For the better, yeah, for, for the, the better. positive. Yeah, yeah. and, like, I, and when they get there, it's like, this was the moment, you know? 2017, 2019, I was there, this happened, my life will never be, you know, the same. And I, I think that, I think that has always been a big thing for me. Because you're giving people a place to have those moments. Mm -hmm. And I get that, you know, without that being here, without this place being here, I wouldn't have met the two of you, you know what I mean? And uh, I think that's a pretty special thing when you're able to have a place where people can come, like you said, the cheers kind of model. Yeah, yeah. And we've everybody had knows tell, your name. Yeah, we've had members um, tell us that. <laughs> it, it's incredible. And, it, and a lot like cheers, it's one place. I mean, gosh, that show is filmed in a one room <laughs> for how many, I don't know how many episodes. And this is one place where people get a chance to go. Yeah. I want to talk though about this is because, you know, fitness and going in here, doing classes or personal training, there's a lot of different aspects that people mm -hmm. can get involved with here. Um, it's only part of it. Uh, you've, you know, if you're in the gym for an hour a day, you've got 23 hours that you're out there in the world. And a lot of people, as we mentioned earlier, who don't have time for the gym, well, you know what, they find time for maybe food that they shouldn't eat. Um, you walk in here, I do practically every day, <laughs> and eat the food that y'all create, the, the LunaFit meals. Mm -hmm. um, talk to me about why you create this meal prep plan, because before I ask the question, I can. there are so many meal prep companies that are out there. It had to cross your mind, like, do we need one more? And in fairness to my audience, what is it about this that makes it different? I could tell them a thousand different ways the food is good, but... <laughs> What is it about LunaFit, the meals themselves, that, that is making this such a, such a hot thing? Sure. So 
um, especially early when we started, like I, I was the one that did a lot of uh, people's like nutrition plans. So one other thing that's very different about LunaFit is we don't only focus on fitness, but we also do nutrition and accountability. So mm -hmm. we coach people on their nutrition. We tell them what to eat, when to eat, how to eat at whatever level of severity they want, right? Like how strict do you want it, you know, to still make progress? There's a lot of room um, in there depending on how much progress you want to make in the time. But one thing that becomes really obvious and pretty non-negotiable is you have to meal prep. Because if you don't, then you're gonna eat whatever's nearby or you're not gonna eat at all. And both are equally as bad. Yep. So we were constantly telling our our members, you need to meal prep, you need to meal prep, you need to meal prep. But there are very few people on the planet that actually enjoy meal prepping. Absolutely. I, it's, I hate it. Or, or knows, <laughs> knows what it is. Or know how. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very vague sub, like, subject. It is, yeah. So eventually I was like, okay, we've, we've got to figure this out. Like, we need to figure something out. And I did, as you said. I Googled. Right? There you go. Google, Google can solve everything at some point. Um, but I did not find what I wanted on Google. Uh, a lot of meal prep services, the macros aren't what we recommend for weight loss. Um, a lot of them are much higher in fat than something that I would want most of my clients eating on a daily basis. That was the main thing that I found out there. Um, and then, like, a lot of it's shipped frozen or just, I don't know, I just wasn't thrilled with the options. Um, and, like... People come to us because they trust us, right? So I would even tell them, like, go, you know, go try this this meal prep company, and they'd be like, I don't know, I don't know, where is it made? How is it made? What's in it? I don't trust them. Um, and so eventually, I was like, okay, we we just need to do it ourselves. It can't it can't be it can't be that <laughs> can't hard. Be that hard. <laughs> this is another one where he was like don't do it. And I was like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, so it started Luna Fit Fresh. Um, me and um, our business partner at the time literally cooked in the kitchen. So I went from, yeah. I don't want to meal prep to, I'm going to meal prep for 50 people. It's going to be great. Wow. Uh, our first <laughs> cooking day, we knew nothing about renting kitchen space, but we found a kitchen. It was way too small for what we wanted to do. Our pans wouldn't even fit in the dishwashing sink because our mm. pans were too big. Their sink was not, I don't know what it was made for, but it backed up. So one of us was trying to rinse and clean them while the other one was squeegeeing the water out wow. the back door. And after a 16-hour day, we got it all done. But we were sitting on the curb and we're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a lot tougher. Are we going to do this next week? <laughs> um but again, I put my head down. I said, this is important for our people. This is going to be meaningful. We're going to do this better. We're going to do it different. Um, and we've, we've gone from there. We now own our own kitchen in Longwood. Um, and, you know, we're, we're growing and we're, you know, producing meals. And I, I would say the main thing that makes us different is, like I said, I think that our macros and portion sizes are much better than what's on the market. Mm -hmm. Our food is all fresh um you know it, it's made the same week that you're eating it it's all fresh ingredients um and it's something that we can be proud of and we can actually recommend to our members and know that they're gonna you know be able to lose weight or whatever honestly they want to do um with within their their health and fitness journey yeah i dated a girl uh fit kitchen by jess was her thing <laughs> all right and so this is a few years back and wonderful individual, and she did this. We were doing CrossFit together at the time over in Welland and Lake Mary, and she was doing this, and I remember just how much she put into it. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I told her how amazing she was at it. She was so good at it. She decided to go down a different road in life. Um, but it's a lot of work. Oh, and yeah. I see you when you walk into this place, you've got the cooler when you walk in here so people can come on a lunch break and they can grab a meal here. They can heat it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the service to where you don't have to be a member here to take advantage of the great meals that you have. Yeah. Um, do you, can you order them? Uh, Rich, can you order this stuff or like online? Is it, how does it work like as far as if you wanted to get more of these meals delivered to you or pick them up? What's that like? Yeah, yeah. So basically we have a subscription base where you can go online, you can order meals um, for the next week, right? So basically you can look a, like from a plan. Mm-hmm. Like So obviously we offer plans here. We sit down with clients. We can build their meals to kind of fit their plan, and then they can order from there. They can go on. Even if it's just like, hey, I work, and I can't. I don't have time to go out and get lunch. I need five lunches. You can go on, see what we have, order lunches. Um, you know, and then we have it ready for you the next, the following week. Yep, that's awesome. So, and I, I think to add to kind of what she said about um, why we do it, I think I had a big experience with clients um, from a standpoint of taste, right? Uh, I, th- I think when you're when you're in the fitness industry. Um, you get used to, you know, the, the old chicken and broccoli, right? And you, and you can just be a machine uh, and just eat chicken and broccoli. But I, like I think what happens with your people that are new or even, you know, I have a lot of clients from um, Middle East countries and stuff like that, that their culture is they based on flavor. flavor. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think it was really important for us to come up with something that was healthy but flavorful. Because yes. if we didn't do that... It, People can only do that for so long. And, and you're really not trying to take that enjoyment from somebody. So really the idea yeah. was to to build something that was flavorful and healthy. Obviously, you could, you know, achieve your goals in the same package. Yeah. yeah and one thing I've, I, you know, I had somebody the other day like, Patrick, you go there and you get like three meals a day. Like, okay, so aren't you spending more money doing that? You just go to Publix and buy it. I walk into Publix, I'm spending $40 every single time I walk in there. I mean, it just happens to be that way. And so if I can walk in here, I can get something that's already pre-made for me. For crying out loud, folks, we're talking about like baked ziti. Like, I mean, I eat that stuff like it's, I mean, like it's <laughs> never going to be here again. It's really good. Um, and so it's really good. Um, but, you know, so many people out there, food is a crutch for them. And yeah. food was a crutch for me for a while. And no matter what it is, I think one of the first steps, and you, you coach, I'm sure, on this is, identifying is food a crutch for you yeah you know sometimes the most important thing you can do is admit that and say yeah you know what going to chipotle having two bowls and feeling like just having that moment where i get a chance to just have food um has been a crutch in my life Mm -hmm. and if you can recognize that and say all right you know i got an issue there's good food out there that's available um, that you can still get that same flavor palette, if you will, without all the guilt afterwards of feeling like, hey, man, maybe I did good for three meals today, but now it's yeah. 8 o'clock at night, and I just screwed it up for myself. There's something that's really de- deflating about that for a person. And yeah. you're giving them that chance to have the flavor, but at the same time not have to feel all the guilt of feeling like I just ruined all the work that I might have put in at that five or six o'clock workout. Mm-hmm. And that's a powerful thing in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. That's one that's a lot of feedback we've gotten over the years is actually anytime you tell people you're gonna put them on a nutrition plan, like they're terrified they're gonna starve, right? Oh, yeah. They're like, I'm gonna starve. Like I'm not gonna have enough to eat. Um, but literally like we've had so much feedback of like I can't eat all this food. And we're like 
we told you you weren't going to be hungry because it's super different when you have people eat nutrient-dense food mm -hmm. versus just high-volume food. Um, so, it, you know, it, it's we never hear, I'm starving. And if we do, we're like, your metabolism is working. That's probably the first time in five years that it's been working. So you being hungry is a good thing. Mm -hmm. But here, have an extra snack. So I think like not being deprived and um, really understanding like, you know, how to eat and what to eat. And like I said, just nutrient dense foods is what we really put into LunaFit Fresh. And that's why like I feel like when you look at our portion sizes compared to our calories, it's a lot better than like what you can get other places that I've used. I couldn't agree with you more. I want to ask you both a question. This is a personal one for me. I actually told a friend of mine. Um, that I was going to have this conversation with you, and she wanted me to ask this question because she'd been through this journey. Um, and then I want to talk about this app that y'all have, okay? So there's a couple more questions here for you. I appreciate the time. Um, folks, just if you're just joining us right now, we're over here at LunaFit right now and talking with Rich and Ariana. Um, I've struggled with this in my life. People look at me like, yeah, right, Pat, but absolutely true. Um, where you don't want to look in the mirror, all right? There are people out there that they will struggle to get up in the morning and look at themselves in the mirror because they don't like the person that they see. Um, they're disgusted with the fact that they've let themselves get to a certain point in their fitness. They can barely, you know, move. Their joints hurt. They feel like, hey, man, I got nowhere I can go. It's helpless. I've already gone too far down. Maybe it's just this is me at this point. And it's, it gets to a point for some people where you don't even want to turn the lights on to, because you don't want to look at yourself in the mirror. And I have surely been in that place many times in my life. Um, and so if that is the case, and, you know, there's a person who's listening to this and they're driving in their car and they feel that, all right, what advice do you have for that person? How do they, what choice can they make today? What thing can they do? What mental shift can they make in their life that you, and I ask you this question because you've worked with these people, you know, the people that have barely had enough courage to come in here but have lost 150 pounds mm -hmm. and, and met the person of their dreams. Um, that person sits down in front of each of you. How are you, what are you telling them right off the bat? Um, I mean, first of all, if they're sitting in front of us, it's like, congratulations, you've already taken the first step. Like you're in a place where, you know, you want help. You're looking for help. Um, I'm always so happy that they're, if they do end up here, that they ended up here with us rather than trying to go into uh, LA fitness or something like that, because it's really, really different. Um, I think that, you know, I always approach them with, it, it's okay where you're at. Everybody reaches places in their lives that they don't want to be. Mm -hmm. Like we just have to start taking small steps. I think that one, one thing that I always like to overcome when I'm talking to people is <clears throat> they feel like they're going to have to give up their whole life um, and make these huge, you know, big bang changes. And, and that's really what they dread. Um, they think that they're gonna have to make so much change and do so many things different and be so aggressive about it that they just can't comprehend doing that, um, having that energy um, emotionally or physically. So when we're like, listen, I just need you to <laughs> show up here three times a week just show up. I need three hours a week from you. I just need you to show up. I don't need you to be prepared for anything. I don't need you to have a plan. I just need you to show up for me three times a week for an hour. And, you know, some of them we start based on how much they want to commit. We'll say, we're going to make two small tweaks to your nutrition. 
I need you to eat breakfast instead of just having a cup of coffee. Or I need you to, you know, trade out your donut for, you know, oatmeal or like small tweaks. Like, let's start there. So really meeting people where they're at. I, I think that for people that are struggling, like they need to find a place like us. I, I don't know how else to say it. Like, I think they need to find people that really care, people that are really looking to help people make lifestyle changes. Um and have someone that they can be accountable to and that they can talk to about the things that bother them and are knowledgeable about what they're doing. Because I know I've referenced Google a lot, but it's terrifying when you Google nutrition or mm -hmm. things like that. It's overwhelming. There is a mass amount of information, and you, you don't know what to do with any of it. No. Well, you were... Um, she kind of mentioned if someone was sitting in front of her, I, I, I'll kind of go the other way. And if somebody was to be listening, um, several years ago, I had a mentor tell me one line and he said, what's the worst thing that could happen? And I think about that and, and, and I would give anyone that advice that's sitting there disgusted in front of a mirror, frustrated, no hope and say, what's the worst thing that can happen? Go for a walk, right? Like, Take a chance. Walk in, for all things, we're joking, walk into a Planet Fitness. Mm -hmm. What's the worst thing that can happen? You might meet a friend. You might, it, it might not even be about weight loss. You might walk into a gym, walk in, meet a friend, try something new, try a healthy meal. Maybe you like it. I, I think we're so in our heads and we're so blueprinted to, I'm overweight, I don't like my body, and I don't know what to do, that there's this uh, paralysis that goes on. Yes. And, and I, think, I think for the advice is just try it, right? Because at the end of the day, if you try it and it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Or you try it and you don't like it, you never have to eat it again. <laughs> I, I, I think the biggest, kind of like I mentioned, the biggest thing that happens is we get so stuck in our heads that we're not good enough or we don't feel good enough and stuff like that. And there's so many people that maybe you don't feel good enough or in shape enough to go to the gym, but there's somebody else at the gym that's struggling that you might, just by being there and saying hi, you might keep them in the gym. and continue their journey. So I, I, I would say like, so true. What's the worst thing that can happen? Just try it. Yeah. You know, I, I think about like some, there've been times where people have looked at me like when I was doing the bodybuilding thing and I would walk around at 280 and 290 pounds, steroided out of my mind. <laughs> I was going to gold's gym at the time. Of course you and, were. <laughs> yeah, over in Dr. Phillips, you know, I think it's CF fitness now. And I think that people looked at me and, oh, man, that guy's in great shape. Or that guy, man, you know, all that stuff. But at the time, it was the most miserable that I could possibly be. Yeah. And, you know, that person who might have been looking at themselves in the mirror like, man, you know, I can't believe I let myself get to this. I look back in my life and go, I can't believe I let myself get to that because I pay the big price for it now. Yeah. I pay the price for it with, um, you know, some debilitating arthritis and, you know, the things that you have to, to deal with. Mm -hmm. And 
I, it's, it's interesting to me. Like there are days where I'll leave in the morning, I'll go to the office and at, at night I will have to ice down things just so I can come back in in the morning, just a regular workout at 36 years old now. I mean, and it's because of what I did to myself in my twenties. Yeah. And I say that because like everybody's on some kind of journey. Absolutely. And like, you know, you mentioned uh, when you're working out next to somebody and you think, oh man, like that guy's in great shape, man, let me tell you, I'm hurting. I'm hurting big time when I get home and I know I need a lot of work on what I'm doing, but I, I think you're the worst that could happen, man, uh, just by getting in there and doing something. You don't got to, you don't got to go lift, you know, the empire state building today, but maybe walking on a treadmill seems like a pretty easy thing to do. Maybe you could do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you might even reverse empower somebody, for example, like, like you said, you, you could be working out and see that same person that's starting their journey. That's there every day and say, listen, if they're doing it, I have to do it. Right. I, I, I think just again, going back to, you'll never, you'll never know who you're going to affect. Mm -hmm. And I think that everybody has different traits and different abilities to bring magic to the world. And I think by just taking a chance, you will affect more people than you think you will. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, before I started coming to this gym, I went to the gym downtown in Orlando. It's like the middle of downtown off Robinson. Yeah. And I think I told maybe Matt or maybe I told a few of the guys about this, but there's this guy who uh, I'm, I don't know what exercise I was doing that day. I'm not going to say it was legs because I don't think it was, but he, uh, I'm, I'm hurting like I normally am my joints. And then I see this guy get up off of a bench and he hops because he has one leg to go get the dumbbells and then hops back to the bench. And I'm like, what the hell are you complaining about? Yeah. Man? Yep. Like that guy right there. Now he has every reason not to come in this gym mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. but he has somehow said, I'm going to come in here knowing that people are going to look at me, mm -hmm. knowing that that stuff's all a given by that person, yeah. but still took the opportunity, an opportunity and said, I'm doing it anyways. Mm -hmm. What's the worst that could happen? I guess in this case, yeah. Yeah. um, that's some powerful stuff, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Last couple questions here for you. I want to talk about your app after I talk about this because I think that's pretty cool. But leading to the tech side of this, um, social media has been now a bigger part of the fitness industry than ever. You took advantage of it using Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah. um, and when I was in the bodybuilding world, Instagram was just coming in. Video and Instagram had just been introduced. Um, but now you can't open up an Instagram feed without seeing people that presumably have perfect bodies male female you could find thousands of them across the board in your experience of dealing with people who come in the gym what effect good bad and different has social media had on people's mental side we've talked a lot about the mentality of people yeah what kind of effect has that had i think it's i think there's two sides to it right like one i think there's so much more about like fitness and nutrition and things like that out there through social media that it allows more people to access it, um, more access to information um, and things like that. And I think that some people are inspired by that. Mm -hmm. But I think for a good majority, I think it's made it really tough. I think the expectations look really different. Um, and while I 100% agree with you that if you're unhealthy, it's not okay. And people shouldn't tell them it's okay because you're hurting yourself. You're yeah. hurting other people. You get one body, one life. Like you need to treat it well. It's literally where you live. It's like trashing your house and then, you know, living there. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but I also think that bodies are beautiful 
all different shapes and sizes. And I think if people are healthy and they're working out and they're doing, you know, the right things, you're going to be different sizes and different shapes. And I think that social media has made it really tough, especially from a female perspective. Mm. Um, I think it's very intimidating. And I think there's a lot of people that feel worse about themselves now that it's shoved in their face all the time, that this is what I need to look like. But you may never look like that. And you may never want to Mm. because I tell people all the time, like, listen, we're going to get you to where you want to be, but it needs to be a place where you're healthy, but that you also want to maintain that because it's very different. If you want to have a cheeseburger and a drink on a weekend, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You can be healthy and do that, Mm -hmm. but you're going to look different than someone that never does that. It's a different level of fitness. It's a different level of maintenance. And I think that you have to understand where on that scale you want to be. So like, I only get to a level of fitness that I want to maintain. <laughs> that makes sense. Once I, I go past that, that, I'm like, I'm out. I, I don't want to, I don't mean to maintain this. I don't want to live like this all the time. I like a glass of wine now and then. Like my favorite treat is donuts. So like, you know, once in a while, I want to be able to do what I want to do. And that comes with a different level of look and fitness than something else. So I think that that's really important. And just to remember too, how angles and lighting and you see the girls that are literally putting stuff in their pants to make their butts bigger and like you just don't even know what's real so just be you be the real you and be the best version of the real you that you can be and be healthy and feel beautiful in it I mean that's that's what matters to me I think get to a level of fitness that you want to maintain I'm gonna remember that one Rich what do you think about the social media side um I'm gonna take a little different angle on it Surprise, both of you Surprise, taking a right? Angle, right? <laughs> yeah. He um, I think that people are hard on themselves. Now, I'm not saying they shouldn't come in here and I, sh- and I shouldn't be hard on them, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. But I, I think they're hard on themselves because we've, as a society, we've done a terrible job of making people think something should be easy. Mm. And, and, and I think that if you take anything worth having, anything you've ever had worth having, you appreciate, it's probably been tough. And some level it's probably been tough, right? Like whether it's building a business or being a mom or being whatever it is, it was not easy to achieve. And I, and I think that social media, um, and, and I don't discredit the people that are fit on social media. They worked hard to get there. Sure. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I do think people need to realize is there's no 20-minute abs. There's no three-week to the best body you've ever had, right? I, I, I think it really upsets me about how media has said, take this pill, it's easy. Because you know what? To be in good shape isn't something, it's a, it's a pinnacle of something that you worked hard for just like anything else in your life, right? And, and I want people to know not to discourage them. This mm-hmm. isn't to discourage somebody. This is to say, for you to appreciate what you're gonna do, it's gonna be tough, right? To get to where they're gonna be, all these influencers, no matter what they're doing, they put in hours, just like basketball players, mm-hmm. right? If you were to say Michael Jordan, you know, became the MVP by, you know, working out on Tuesday, Thursday, it, yeah. it just ain't going to happen. Right. Right. But what is everybody, when they look at Michael Jordan, 
Yeah. You know, and, 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 and it was only through hard work and a why. Have to have a why. And I, and I think that when you're looking at social media, you can have so much value because you can compile things and see things and set a goal and see somebody and say like, wow, that's a vision of who I want to be, right? Whether I can get there or not, that is, that's where I want to go. But at the same time, understand that nothing worth having is easy. So this whole yeah. three minutes, seven minutes, it's, it's not there. Yeah, I like what you say there. Nothing worth having is easy, right? And you're going to have to work for it. You know, one of the things I'm going to take away from this conversation is exactly what I just said right there about the get to a level of fitness that you want to maintain. And, you know, when you see these people online, I've had an opportunity, and I think you all have too, to meet these people at the Olympia competitions and to see the way they live their life. And I've unfortunately also seen the mental side of it too. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you wish for is what I would say. Absolutely. Sure. Um, yeah. Because I've seen and met many of these people, the rich pianas who are no longer with us. And, um, you know, that when you talk to them, they're sometimes, and I'm not saying him, but I'm saying in some of these Olympias, um, I can't remember the gentleman's name who passed away just after winning Mr. Olympia a few years ago. Yeah, um, I that. There's some real darkness sometimes in that, mm-hmm. in that world. Yeah. And I think people would do well to be careful that that's what you want to be. Because there's some real misery when you look into some of these people's eyes. Yeah. Um, and I like what you know. Find that find that person you want to be. Mm-hmm. The confidence is a muscle to work as well. Yes. Um, that leads me to my final two questions for each of you. Um, let's talk about this because, and it's keeping with it, you, you decided if that a gym and food and all this wasn't enough. So it seems as though you're looking at an app as well. So that we talked about Texas earlier and people and other places outside of maybe a five to 10 mile general radius of this gym Mm -hmm. can take advantage of you two and what LunaFit is. Talk to me about this app and what are the plans for this? Is this thing going to be live? What are we doing? (laughs) So we kind of, you know, um, touched on it earlier, like through COVID, like we just realized that yes, gyms will always be a thing. There's always going to be people that want you know, in person. It's like when I read books, like I don't read on a Kindle, like I still read paper books. I want to touch the book. So there's always people that are going to want that personal touch. They're going to want to come into the gym, you know, be in person with somebody. Um, But there's a lot of other people, especially, you know, the new generations that are up and coming that are all about technology and using apps for things. And it just really made us realize that not only did we want to be part of that trend um, and possibly revolutionize what that looks like in fitness, but also have a wider reach. So you can tell, I hope through this, that we're both very passionate about helping people um, get progress in their health and fitness and find that, you know, lifestyle that, that they can maintain and that they want and that makes them feel good. And you can only reach so many people. So through COVID, we, um, decided to look into starting a mobile app. It's been through many different iterations, many, many versions. versions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're getting a lot closer. We, we, um, plan to have like a pretty viable product in the first quarter of next year. And we're really excited about it. I don't know what you. I don't know what you want to say about it. <laughs> what well, can you tell us about it, Rich? Yeah. Um, I, I I think it was really interesting because when when we were in COVID and we came out of it and you know the pressure was on and of course 
you know, you have to be careful, right? You have to follow your heart. And, you know, you hear a lot, well, everyone's going to apps. Everyone's going to apps. No one needs you. You might as well shut down. And, and I thought, okay, maybe, right? And then I thought, now I know people, right? And I, and I know people's traits. And people's traits are usually to jump on something. And, and then at the end of the day, we like, uh, I mean, that's why YouTube's so big, right? We have motivation and people need encouragement and stuff like that. And, and I was like, you know, how can we, how can we have a part in this online presence, but still have a part in being there. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of when the idea was born to how do we per se take us real time mm-hmm. and be a personal trainer anywhere in the world. See, I've got a feeling you're all going to tell me much more than that. <laughs> and I, I, appreciate, I appreciate the politically correct answer. Now, for my audience, I do know more about this than they're going to lead on, but I think it's because they don't want to give away everything. But I'll make you a deal. When you all come out with it, we'll put it on video. We'll show the audience what we were talking about. Is that? Oh, 100%. That's, that's fair enough. We would love to. All right. And then my final question for each of you, okay, is this. Um, you know, there are a lot of choices out there. People can go to a lot of different gyms, okay? There's no shortage of gyms in the world, mm-hmm. all right? Um, if you're talking to somebody here locally, um, why should they come here? I mean, I come here, a lot of other great people do, but somebody who's making a choice right now, whether they're at another gym or they haven't gone in a while, why should they choose to come here to LunaFit? Um, I mean, I think we have a lot of social proof, right? Like our, our five-star reviews are, are on point. Um, <laughs> um, and people have a lot of really great things to say about LunaFit, um, which we're always happy to hear. But I think it's, I mean, it's just, it's just what we're building. We're building community. Um, you know, if you're looking for someplace that you just want to come in and you don't want anyone to know that you're here and you don't want anyone to know your name and mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it could be the place for you. We have that available. Um, but I think that most people aren't looking for that. They're looking for a place where they can go and they can, feel like someone cares about them and they can enjoy that portion of their day and they can get help if they need it and they can get fit with other people um, that are on similar journeys to them, find friends. I just think there's so much to it. And I think also, you know, we're kind of like a one-stop shop. Like you said, you can come in here to LunaFit and you can get a meal, you can take a class, you can get personal training, you can work out on your own. If you really want to go out and die in the heat, you can, you know, we got a full rig out there, we got ropes, you can hit a bag, you know, you can, you can, uh, if you had a really bad day, and that's how you get it out, you can go out there and sweat all your demons out. So I just think we have a lot to a lot to offer. Um, But I think the number one thing is the community and that we care. Love it. What do you say, Rich? Um, I would say, I can't guarantee if you went somewhere else that anything can happen. What I can guarantee is if you come here, you will leave better than when you came. Doesn't matter in what way, we will make sure that we do what, it, what you need or how you feel or anything we can possibly do for you to make sure that you leave better. I actually believe that you will do that. Um, So listen, I I appreciate both of you taking time to sit down. I know we've got the gym going on behind us. You guys are starting to pack up here because we're, 
in the middle of the day, they told us to come by, so there weren't as many people, but now we're gonna get to this evening classes and it gets packed in here. Um, I appreciate it very much. Um, I enjoy coming here every morning. I tell people over in the office great things about this place because you know people like her right there who greet everyone with such a, a big smile. And you know even for someone like me who goes to a gym last 12, 20 years of my life, whatever it might be, um, there is something special that you have in this place. And I look forward to seeing what y'all are able to do with it from apps to food, the people here. Um, it creates an environment that that is enjoyable to walk into every day and it makes people feel like they're at home. Um, and I think that if you can continue to replicate that, you'll replicate the success even if you get knocked down one more time. Um, <laughs> So I'll tell you what, folks, if you're in the Orlando area, stop by, see our friends here at LunaFit. And if not, take something they said here, okay? Get in better shape, okay? But start up here. Get your mental game right, okay? And if you need a meal, stop in here and get some healthy food, and they'll be able to help you out around here. Um, you just couldn't ask for better people. And like we've said on the show before, first somebody's got to like you, then they trust you, and then they'll buy from you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like these folks right here, then you're probably not my kind of people, all right? <laughs> so thank you both very much. Thank you, Patrick, so, so much. This is a blast. Thank you, all right? Until next time, everybody.